From Air Candy Podcasts, you're listening to Resurrection Media's Possession. And just like that, she was gone. A college student had been murdered. I didn't know how. I didn't know who. I didn't know anything. All I knew is Michaela was gone. The who was Michaela's boyfriend, Chris McKenzie. Charged with her murder, he was now awaiting trial. No, no. I, I, I didn't kill her, man. I, I tried to save her. Chris professed his innocence. It seems there was another person present, but not in the traditional sense. Chris had been possessed by Mr. Bubbs. Hello, Kay. We found you, Mr. Bubbs. His real name is Albert McCarthy, and he's dead. Mr. Bubbs came to possess Chris from beyond the grave. Mm, they call me Mr. Bubbs. Remember me? Albert McCarthy, a.k.a. Mr. Bubbs himself. And what he would say to the jurors would turn the trial of the month into the trial of the century. It was a mystery spawned from a terrible truth buried deep in one student's past. And now the mysterious Mr. Bubbs was about to make his final appearance from beyond the grave. Would his presence in the courtroom be enough to save Chris from the death penalty? I'm Vishesh Chatra, and this is Resurrection Media's Possession. This series is a dramatization of certain facts and events. The names have been changed and some of the events and characters have been fictionalized, modified, or composited for dramatic purposes. Here now is Jafina Kay with Episode 7, Part 1 of Remember Me. It had been a long and emotional two-week trial. The final witness for the defense was the defendant, Chris McKenzie himself. Chris took the witness stand and was sworn in. Then, as questioning was beginning, something odd happened. So Chris, I understand you received an award for civic excellence in high school. How did that come about? Mm-hmm. Didn't mean to hurt the boy. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. The boy. I didn't mean to get him in trouble for what I done did. The girl had it coming. Bad girl. Mm. Bad. Chris, are you okay? Mm. Not Chris. She called me Mr. Bubs. Your Honor, can I request a short recess? During the recess, all hell broke loose in the courtroom. The judge ordered the jury be removed from the court as the possession of Chris continued. Mr. Bubbs talked about the good girl that rescued him. He again said that the bad girl, Michaela, had it coming. He told all who remained present he was sorry for using Chris, and that his work was done, and that he wouldn't be back. He hoped the people would have mercy on Chris's soul. But the girl had it coming. 
He ain't no killer. Moments later, Mr. Bubs left Chris's body and Chris returned. What's going on? Why are you guys looking at me like that? ADA Richardson called it a shameless ploy and that everything Chris said should be stricken from the record. Attorney Linda Williams called for a mistrial. In the end, the judge declared there would be no mistrial and that the jury would be instructed to disregard what they'd heard before they were removed. Soon after that, the defense rested and the case went to the jury. The short time Mr. Bubbs was present, he mentioned a good girl. In a moment, we'll hear from the person he called the good girl and what she did for him on that horrible night. I knew as soon as he said it, he was talking about me. It was eerie sitting there in the courtroom, hearing Mr. Bubbs' voice coming out of Chris's mouth. Chris couldn't have known about what I'd done that night because I never told anyone. The person Mr. Bubbs was speaking of, the good girl, was Michaela's former best friend, Sherry. Sherry, who'd witnessed Michaela's horrible deed, her prank. So there's something more to this story? Yeah, there is. Could you tell us about it now? Okay, sure. After Michaela's prank that night, I went home, but I couldn't sleep. I couldn't get the thought of what we'd done to Mr. Bubbs or his anguished cries for help out of my head. I tried to go to sleep, but I couldn't. I just couldn't. So, I got up, got some clean clothes out of my father's closet, grabbed a few blankets, a washcloth, some soap and water, and I went back. You went back to the little room where Mr. Bubbs was spending the night? Yes, I did. And you were alone? Uh-huh, yep. Weren't you scared? I mean, he could have attacked you. I suppose I was. A little. But more than scared, I was embarrassed. So, was he still there? He was. He was still lying on his bedding, shivering in his clothes wet from his own urine. He had to be freezing. Hi, Mr. Bubs. I brought you some clean clothes. No. He thought I'd come back to, I don't know, finish him off, I guess. He was rocking back and forth, moaning. It's okay, I said. I'm not going to hurt you. Then I went to him and started removing his soiled clothes. He fought me at first, but after a while, he realized I really was there to help. So, I cleaned him up. That was very brave of you. No. If I'd been brave, I would have stopped Michaela. I would have insisted that she did not do what she did. So don't call me brave. I was just doing the least I could so that I could sleep at night. I gave him the fresh blankets and the three dollars I had in my pocket. He said, mm, Thank you. 
other girl bad. You good. That made me smile. It shouldn't have knowing what I'd been a part of, but it did. And that was it. I left. He was humming to himself when I walked out. I never told anyone what happened that night. The only people who knew what I'd done that night were me and Mr. Bubbs. The jury was out deliberating for four days. Would the appearance of Mr. Bubbs in the courtroom help or hurt Chris's chances with the jury? And was it really Mr. Bubbs who showed up or simply a desperate attempt by Chris to keep from being convicted? Act one of this crime story fueled by a long forgotten vendetta coming up. Are you among the thousands enjoying Resurrection Media's possession? You can help us keep making more terrific shows like this one by doing two things. Take a moment to like our podcast and then be sure to leave a review. Likes and reviews go a long way towards helping more fans like you to find our podcast. This simple task ensures that we can continue to tell great stories like the one you're listening to now. So please take a moment to like our podcast and leave a review. Thank you for your support. And now back to Remember Me. From Air Candy Podcasts, you're listening to Resurrection Media's Possession. Hi, I'm your host, Vishesh Chatra, with our presentation of a story about murder, a debt to be paid, and possession. Here again is Jafina Kay with Episode 7, Act 1 of Remember me. The jury for the Michaela Hereford murder case deliberated for four long days. Whenever a jury is out for more than a day, it definitely gives the defense team some hope. Remember, all we needed was reasonable doubt. I think we achieved that. What did you think about Mr. Bubbs making an appearance? Well, at first, I wasn't sure what the heck was going on. To be honest, I thought it was a ploy. But then, I saw the change in Chris's expression when it was all over. The look in his eyes when Chris came back into his own body. That convinced me beyond a shadow of a doubt that something unusual had happened in that courtroom. That poor, poor boy. Did you think it would have an effect on the jury? It's hard to tell. They didn't hear most of it. The judge ruled that the jury disallowed anything Chris said as Mr. Bubbs. But you can't unhear something like that, can you? But look, we put up a good defense. We discredited all the witnesses. I think we adequately opened the door for reasonable doubt. Linda Williams should be ashamed of herself. After talking with Chris's attorney, Linda Williams, I again sat down with ADA Tara Richardson. She was outraged. She's not getting away with this. I plan to bring her up to the review board for censure. A lawyer can only go so far. You can't ask your client to pretend to be possessed. I just spoke with attorney Williams and I don't think she had anything to do with it. Maybe it really was Mr. Bubbs. Please, and pigs can fly. 
I decided to drop the possession angle. Idiot Richardson wasn't a believer. I could argue possession till I was blue in the face. I don't think she'd ever believe. The jury has been out for quite a while. What are you thinking? I'm nervous. I want to get justice for these families so bad. But you never know with a jury. It's hard. But we put up a good case. All we can do is hope they see through the smoke and mirrors the defense is putting up. I'm on pins and needles. I can't believe it's taking them so long. Michaela's mother, of course, was hoping for a conviction. As hard as it was finally getting to this day, this is the hardest part. We need to get some justice for my baby. Do you have any sympathy for Chris? No, of course not. He's a monster who preyed on my sweet, sweet Michaela. I hope he gets the death penalty. What about what Michaela did to Mr. Bubbs? There's a reason that testimony wasn't allowed. It isn't true. The Michaela we know is warm and loving. She would have helped the man, not hurt him. You do realize both girls who were with her that night corroborated the story. I don't know why they said what they said. Probably jealousy. She ended her friendship with both of them, and I guess discrediting my baby is their way of paying her back. It's horrible to discredit a dead person. Just horrible. Michaela's mother's feelings were understandable. Her daughter had been murdered. But in all honesty, both Sherry and Bridget had no reason to lie. At least, none that we could determine. After four days, the jury would return with a verdict. Hear what they had to say after the break. Do you enjoy comedy and horror? I know I do. Coming from Resurrection Media, the Resurrection Podcast, where we combine very funny comedians with very serious horror aficionados. The result is hilarious and horrific, or Hillerific. Tune into the Resurrection Podcast coming soon, wherever you get your podcasts. And now back to Remember Me. From Air Candy Podcasts, you're listening to Resurrection Media's Possession. A murder, a trial, and now a verdict. Here now is Jafina Kay with the conclusion of Remember Me, Episode 7. The jury for the Michaela Hereford murder trial had been out for four days. We all wondered, had they been swayed by the sudden appearance of Mr. Bubbs? Or was possession something this jury just wasn't ready to understand? And then on day four, they came back with a verdict. This is the state versus Christopher McKenzie. Jury foreman. Have you reached a verdict? Yes, Your Honor, we have. Will the defendant please rise and face the jury? You may read the verdict. In the case of the state versus Christopher McKenzie, the jury finds you guilty of murder in the second degree. The verdict was a victory of sorts. 
Instead of murder, which can carry a life sentence, it was manslaughter, meaning Chris would have an opportunity to get out of prison in 20 years. Two years have passed since Chris was sentenced to 20 years at Folsom State Prison. I thought about how this all started with Taylor Jones and decided to pay her a call. I found Taylor on the campus of UCLA. I see you transferred. Yes. And it's the best thing that ever happened to me. I tried to stay, but the thought of Michaela was keeping me from my studies. It appears you made the right decision. I think I did. And I have a boyfriend. Oh, and Michaela would love Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence? Lawrence, don't you dare call me Larry. I think about her, Michaela. But when I think about her now, I only remember the good times. Soon after connecting with Taylor, I visited Chris. It was a beautiful spring day. He looked surprisingly good. A little older, perhaps a little harder around the eyes, but good. Hi, Chris. Thanks for seeing me. You guys at Possession have covered my story from the beginning. I appreciate it. It's a fascinating story. So how does it feel to be in jail for a crime many of us are sure you did not commit? I don't know how many people think that way. I get my share of hate mail. Some people can't accept possession. How have you been able to accept it? Look, maybe I was possessed. Maybe I wasn't. I think I was. I'm sure of it. We all are. Either way, it was my hands that killed Michaela. So I had a hand in it. No pun intended. I've, I've got to accept that. Because I'm going to be in here for the better part of my life. And at least I can say to myself, You did this, Chris. You did this. Shit happens, man. And this time, it happened to me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe some good comes of this. Like my dad comes to visit me every few weeks now. And at first I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> Doesn't he realize I'm, I'm not getting out of here for a long, long time? You know, then I realized he was serious. He actually wanted to have a relationship with me. Then I couldn't accept it, you know? I was like, where were you when I was a kid? I don't need you now. I'm so sorry to hear that, Chris. Yeah. Here's the thing. No matter how mean I was to him, he kept coming back. So, maybe some good comes of this crazy shit. You know, like this one Sunday, it was pouring rain. I mean, cats and dogs. <laughs> I knew no one was coming out in that storm. Not my mother, not my sister. But he came. And he brought me cupcakes. Cupcakes? <laughs> yeah. That was this little hole-in-the-wall bakery near where I played Little League. I used to love going there. The sugary smell of that place, man, it was, it was like heaven. And their cupcakes. <laughs> the bomb, man. Every time I had a game, my dad would say to me, just before the game, 
If I got a hit, we could stop and get cupcakes. <laughs> I don't know how he remembered that. It was so long ago. Oh, look at that. It's my father. <laughs> really cares. <laughs> Fucking guy. Better late than never, right? Excuse me. Hey, Dad, what's up? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, we had tacos. It's okay. I like tacos. You've been listening to Resurrection Media's Possession, a production of Air Candy Podcast and Resurrection Media. Possession stars me, Vishesh Chatra, and Jafina Kay. It's produced by Bruce Jones, Eric Van Lowe, and S.K. Dane. It's directed by Bruce Jones, with original music by Matt Silverman. Our series is executive produced by Tim Hightower and John Moriarty. Resurrection Media's Possession is a fiction podcast based on true events. For a complete cast list, go to resurrection-media.com. We'd like to know what you think about this presentation and of the now famous The Devil Made Me Do It defense. Are there really reasons to use it? Or is it just a lawyer's ploy to make the guilty seem innocent? We'd like to hear from you. You can write us at info at resurrection-media.com. If you'd like to know when the next season of Resurrection Media's Possession will begin airing, please sign up for our mailing list. You can request to be added at the same email address, info at resurrection-media.com. And thanks again for listening.